No one ever proposed banning horses in the early 20th century, eh, but no one ever mandated purchasing cars instead of horses either. It's not exactly an apples-to-apples -apples comparison, but many would argue that it is consumers who will determine the future of EVs. Genevieve Cullen is president of the Electric Drive Transportation Association. We are the collective voice of the EV value chain. So my members are vehicle manufacturers, that's cars and trucks and equipment, electric utilities, companies in the materials and component supply chain, as well as the as well as the companies who are developing and deploying infrastructure. Regardless of what lawmakers mandate one way or another, consumers are intrigued, she says. Demand is strong, and there is, um, I can point you to a lot of consumer studies, um, consumer reports, others, talking about that more than half of folks who were saying they're interested in looking at an EV as their next car. It was 2010 when the Nissan Leaf and the Chevy Volt both became available. They were the first widely available EVs in the U.S. The Leaf, an all-electric vehicle. The Volt, a plug-in hybrid. It took a handful of years to get to the first million sold. But standing here like today, there are 87. This is like slightly more than 10 years later, right? There are 87 plug-in vehicles for sale today at every <sighs> price point. Um, and that number is going to be... Um, Closer to 120 in the next three years. And those are just the ones that are announced. And EVs are no longer confined to small sedans or even SUVs. There's a lot of interest these days in larger, light-duty electric vehicles like school buses. They're some of the oldest vehicles on the road. And they've tested the indoor air quality inside a school bus. And it's worse inside the bus than if you were standing outside an idling bus. Like, that's the worst thing for your kids to be sitting in. So making that a cleaner environment is so important. Colin says the manufacturers are going to follow the consumer dollar wherever it leads. These companies are doing it because they see it. This is a market opportunity. It has great benefits um, for the environment, for our national security, for our global competitiveness. But at, at the heart of it, um, they're giving consumers what they want, which is something that's Faster, quieter, cheaper to fuel, uh, cheaper to maintain, funner to drive. The authors of the Preserving Choice in Vehicle Purchases Act say it's not an anti-EV measure. It's a pro-consumer choice measure. But it's unclear if it will get the bipartisan support it will need to pass the Senate. Thursday's House vote may give us a clue. We'll see if any Democrats get on board. Russell Mills, 1023 KRMG, Tulsa's News and Talk.